Hey, beautiful souls. It's Lexi and Jess here back for another episode. Um, today's episode is a special one. We actually have somebody who's been an integral part of my healing journey on the podcast today. Uh, Dr. Carly Munson, she is my naturopathic doctor, and like I said, she has been a huge part of my healing journey since discovering I had postpartum depression. Um, Our conversation was really powerful today, and I just urge you to listen in if you feel like there's something going on in your body and you're not being heard by doctors or just intuitively you want to find a way to bring more balance into your life, whether it's your hormones or your diet or your physical appearance, anything like that, that can just really make you feel good from the inside out. Dr. Munson is a licensed naturopathic physician. She graduated from the University of Arizona with a Bachelor of Science in Nutritional Sciences and a minor in Biochemistry. During her time there, she spent a month in Italy studying the Mediterranean diet and its health benefits. She has a deeply rooted understanding of nutritional science and how food affects our bodies on a biochemical level. Dr. Munson is a highly trained specialist in women's health, hormone balance, natural fertility, environmental toxins, and gastrointestinal health. She is a certified mold literate practitioner and expert in detox. She graduated from medical school with the highest academic achievement award and has pledged herself to a lifetime of continued learning. She enjoys taking an individualized and integrative approach to patient care and empowering her patients to take control of their health and well-being. If you want to connect with Dr. Munson, she is actually here locally at Vitality Wellness Clinic, so that's in Chandler, Arizona. You can also visit her website, www.drcarlymunson.com and at Instagram forward slash Dr. Carly Munson. This is Soul Starter, the podcast with your hosts, Jessica and Lexi. We're two mamas on a mission to make entrepreneurship more accessible through soul-driven exploration. If you're ready to start a transformative journey rooted in self-care, intention, and growth, then this is the podcast for you. Join us and our guests each week as we explore the parallels between business, motherhood, and mindful living. Your intuition guided you here. Now let's get started. Hello, I'm so excited to have you on, Dr. Munson. It's going to be such an awesome combo today. Um, I know Lex and I have just been waiting for this conversation to happen. Yes, very much so. And your your bio is really impressive. So we're, we're just excited to have you here. Thanks for well, joining us honor to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. So you're a naturopathic doctor. How long have you been practicing? I've been practicing for three years now. Um, And prior to that, obviously did my clinical rotations in school. So total about five. Okay. Um, And I, I mean, I started working with you, I think it was like late 2020 or early 2021. Yeah. Um, And it's, been a long journey together, but a really powerful and transformative one for me, I will say that. Yeah, I think that, you know, it's really brave of you to be able to share your story with others. Not everyone feels comfortable talking about their health journey, but a lot of people gain a lot from it. So I think that that's great that you're willing to share. 
Thank you. Yeah, I would say like in that early stages, I would have never imagined talking about it with anybody, but now here I am with a podcast. Isn't that beautiful though, that you've been able to kind of come full circle from this more vulnerable healing time and experience where it's like, I'm not going to talk about this with anyone. What's going on? Why am I feeling this way? To then now like being able to fully um, understand, appreciate, and want to share your journey with others. I think that's always so nice to be able to reflect back like that. Thanks, Jess. Yeah, you're my biggest cheerleader. <laughs> I appreciate <Always>. it. <laughs> um, but we can get more into that later. Dr. Munson, I'd love to hear like what brought you to natural medicine, naturopathic doctor. Like, How did you get to this stage in your life where you decided that's the way you wanted to go? Yeah, I think it's really interesting. I was never one of those individuals that was like, I'm going to be a doctor one day. It wasn't like clear that that was my path. I was actually 16 and I was working my first job as a receptionist in a hair salon when a woman in her 60s was talking about how much this book had changed her life. So I was really intrigued. I was like, okay, what is this book? And it turns out it was a book written by a medical doctor, pretty much all about how these individuals had been reversing their chronic diseases with just their diet. And at the time I was so young, I didn't realize like that was so powerful and I immediately bought the book read it in like a few days and I had decided from there that I wanted to explore more into that avenue so from there I studied nutritional sciences in college and I got my degree in that with a minor in biochemistry and I loved what I was learning but I also felt that it wasn't exactly what I was meant to be doing. The route that I was on was basically having me go down the, the path to be a dietitian. And a lot of that came with a lot of strict guidelines and stuff that had to be followed. And I just felt like there was so much more that could be done with that knowledge. And I actually just Googled like natural food doctor or food as medicine and stumbled across naturopathic doctors. I had no idea that they had even existed. I found one in my area that was willing to let me shadow to see if it was really something that I wanted to do. And I immediately fell in love with it. There were so many tools in her toolbox that she was using to help people. And it wasn't just covering up their symptoms with a pill or something. It was actually getting to the bottom of what was going on with their health for long-term health success. And I found that that was really unique to me at the time, especially because I had no idea that it really even existed. So from there, I looked up schooling and it turns out there was only six schools in the US at the time. And one of them just happened to be in Arizona, which is where I am. So um, I think it just all fell into line perfectly like that. And then I really fell into hormones specifically because I was dealing with my own hormonal concerns. In medical school, I was diagnosed with a condition called polycystic ovarian syndrome after coming off of birth control. And I really realized that the care that I was getting from my gynecologist was not helping me in a way that was sustainable and long lasting. So that's personally why I fell into hormones. And I think that they're really important and they're often dismissed by a lot of practitioners as just, oh, it's just your period or, oh, you're just a woman and that's what happens. And I 
did not resonate at all with that. So I decided to kind of take matters into my own hands. Yeah, ever since you were 16, I mean, I love that you were so young when you had this wake up call and that's how, how you knew and how you started to take the route. Because I think a lot of people, it's much later in life that we have this like ping of an aha, yeah, this is the direction I want to go. Yeah, and that gal, that was, you were working an unrelated job and some random woman walked into your life and there's uh, no other reason that she was supposed to be in your life other than to pass you along that message to know what you're going to do for your life and how you're going to make an impact for women. I so value what you do too and what you said because in general, like women's health issues are very dismissed uh, oftentimes. And so I love that you're taking a stand for that and advocating for women in that way. Uh, because you're right, like a lot of things just get brushed under the rug and we're not really finding the root cause of why it might be happening. So, you know, f sounds like for you, this has been a journey and a belief system that you've had for quite a while that you're now carrying into your practice. Yeah, definitely. It took some time and some roadblocks, you know, to get there, but I am grateful for the journey, of course. Okay, you said roadblocks, and I'm just curious. What were the roadblocks that you faced, and what helped you continue to overcome those roadblocks on the mission for your belief system, for what you stood for, for what you were wanting to advocate? I think that this could be really important for women and moms to hear, is because oftentimes we're met with a roadblock, and we sometimes feel like, oh, it must just not be for me, or that's the stopping place. So I'm curious for you, when you said I hit some roadblocks, what were those if you were comfortable sharing and how did you overcome them um, and know that you were supposed to continue to keep going? That's a really interesting question. <laughs> I think my very Sorry, first roadblock, you on the spot. <laughs> it's okay. Um, all in the spirit of helping other women on their journey, for sure. I think my very first roadblock was when I was in my very first semester of college studying nutrition a very science heavy major. My chemistry, I failed my first chemistry test and I, my professor told me that I wasn't cut out to be in the science field. And, wow. <laughs> and I called my mom, I called my sister. I was like crying. I was like having a, like a crisis of what I want to do. And basically my sister was like, try again. Like, it's just one test. You still have a whole semester of tests you can do to make up for that and assignments and everything. And I was really grateful for that because I was at the point in the beginning, very beginning of my journey where I was ready to give up or change direction. So that was a, that was a big roadblock. And I struggled with a lot of perfectionism after that, I think. And I think in medical school in general, it's very tough and a lot of people struggle with perfectionism in that area uh, so really I call myself a recovering perfectionist I don't know if it's ever something that I'll fully get out of but at least I am aware and I acknowledge that that is something that occurs and that I can actively work towards not feeling that way and then, of course, there's the basic roadblocks like financials and health. When I hit my own hormone health roadblocks, I wasn't sure that I would be able to help other people if I couldn't even figure out how to help myself. And I feel like that was a big part that of 
again, maybe it was the perfectionism aspect that I was having to overcome, but ultimately I'm really happy that it happened because it led me to where I am today. Financially, medical school is really expensive. Um, I didn't come from a financially sound parents or family, and I had to really decide that it was something that I really wanted to do because it's a lot of time and it's a lot of money and neither of those things you can get back really. So, but I'm grateful for it because I wouldn't be where I am today without it. I was just going to say, look at you now. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for sharing that. I feel like naturopathic doctors have this um, intuitive ability to, I don't know. And I, I don't want to discount, you know, other doctors, but for me personally, I have found so much more success seeing naturopathic doctors. So before I moved to Arizona, I saw one in Denver. I was feeling, I had multiple months and months of feeling really ill um, and going to like my standard physician and trying to see doctors about like, what is going on? I'm losing all of this weight. Like my, I'm losing my vision and one of my eyes, I feel irritated and moody and like not good, tired, and nobody could figure it out. And so I decided to see a naturopath and I walked in there and within like five minutes of hearing my symptoms, she was like, well, have you been tested for celiac disease? And I was like, no, what is that? Sure enough, came back positive. It was just like that. She knew immediately what it was. She just was able to like read the signs and then with diet, you know, with diet. I, I mean, you can't get rid of celiac disease, but I feel great now. Like I have the energy. I hold the weight perfectly fine. <laughs> um, but like my vision came back and my mood restored. And it's just amazing this ability that you guys have. And even coming in and, you know, I moved to Arizona. And if you've been listening to my story, I um, have late onset postpartum depression, but because it was so late, I, I didn't know that's what was going on, but I came and saw Dr. Carly Munson and she was like, you know, like, let's do all of your labs and let's look at your hormones and let's, let's find out what's going on. And I mean, with my vitamin deficiencies and everything, you were just able to put me on supplements and you knew exactly what I needed and it's been a, it's been a journey, but I'm in such a better place now. Like I come and see Dr. Munson every six months and we compare previous labs and every time the needle is moving further and further in the right direction. And I have not been on medication or anything invasive. Like this has just been all working naturally through it. And one thing that I really appreciated that you pointed out to me was that it's like when depression happens, it's a chemical imbalance and it's, it's something going on in your body. It's not you. You don't really have the control over it, especially if you don't know what's going on. Um, it's not your fault. And that's why so long ago I wouldn't have even shared this because I had a lot of shame and guilt about how I was feeling and what was going on in my life. And like, I have a beautiful life. Why could I be feeling so horrible? But it wasn't my fault. It was the imbalance and working with a naturopath. I think you brought me back in a holistic way to feeling better without having to prescribe any medication that 
had other symptoms, you know, that are associated with it, or it wasn't a band-aid. It was a full-on path to recovery. And I, I feel like a doctor, you know, if you have to see a doctor, see a doctor, but if you feel like something is going on and you're not being heard, see Dr. Munson if you're in Arizona, but see a naturopath. Like they, they know what is going on because they're so in tune. Thank you. Yeah, I really feel like one of the things that sets naturopathic doctors apart too is that we spend a lot more time with our patients. And just doing that alone, we hear more about what could be going on instead of you know, the average doctor's visit for a, a traditional medical practice is seven minutes. Um, and our first like new patient visit is up to two hours. So really we take into consideration, we try to get as much information from you, from your symptoms, from what's going on inside your body with labs as we can to help make the best decision for your body specifically. And I think that a lot of people could benefit from just being heard a little bit longer and maybe taking a little bit more time to figure out what's going on. 100%. Yeah, I truly believe that naturopaths should be like the front line uh, that people are filtered through first because I feel like oftentimes so many things that go on for years and years and years would have been completely avoided if we could just get down to the root of it. And in seven minutes, like how do you talk about stress management? How do you talk about sleep habits? How do you talk about nutrition? How do you talk about what's been triggering you? Like there's just not even the ability for our current system, our current healthcare system to be able to overcome those hurdles. So yeah, I really admire. And I just imagine a world like, wow, if we all saw naturopaths and did these six month labs and deep dives into our body and supported our body in these ways, like how much healthier of a country and society we would be too. Yeah. yeah. And the seven minutes, like it often feels like, um, hurt. it's like herding cattle. For some reason, whenever I'm in just like a standard medical practice, I don't know. I'm like, all right, next one in, next one out. It's like the cattle moving through. That's what I imagine in my mind. It's just, you don't, it doesn't feel personal. And Dr. Munson's, um, she works at Vitality Wellness Clinic, practices there. And um, it is like the most beautiful place the whole place, I'm like, did they do feng shui here? Because it's so zen. The, the room where like you and I sit together is just so peaceful. You're always very present. You remember our conversations from previous appointments. And it's just really like, it's a really supportive place. You feel good there. Yeah, our goal is definitely to, to not make it feel like a traditional doctor's office. Um, like I said, said before, we want to make sure that our patients feel heard and important and what we what they're telling us is is their livelihood and that shouldn't be you know swept across so easily and yes you're correct in designing the building Dr. Judy who owns the practice did incorporate all of that feng shui I do it yes <laughs> I, every time I'm in the lobby I'm like Hmm, that's definitely feng shui, like practicing a little bit. The green here, 100%. I got the metal over here. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, she, she definitely took all that into, into consideration. It's also an environmentally friendly building. You know, we use, uh, she used paint that is, has no VOCs. Like we really try to make it the best place possible for people to heal and people to want to come to heal. 
because I feel like a lot of times people will go to the doctor and get more anxiety just by being there. And that's not what we want for our patients to feel. Gosh, that's so true too. I feel like I can resonate that with myself. You're showing up to an appointment, you're not knowing, there's all these paperwork to fill out. And it's like, what if there was just a human that took a little bit more time and attention to just listen to you and hear you out that made you feel comfortable? Can you imagine like how that person would open up more and maybe say things or share things that they wouldn't in another setting? That is like the missing ticket to the whole piece in the healing process. So um, I've actually been looking for a naturopath. So now that I know you're in Arizona, I didn't know that. And I'm so excited. So now you have a new client. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful. Yeah, I think it is something that I wish that everyone could experience. It is an investment into your health. I will say that. But it is a worthy investment. I feel like we might need to back up a little bit. Um, for somebody who's tuning in and is like not really sure what a naturopathic doctor even does, can you share a little bit more about process and what the treatments look like? Yeah, absolutely. So our process, like we kind of hinted at already, is a little bit different. We spend a lot more time with our patients trying to understand what's what's going on. And tr- our main goal always with all of our patients is to get to the root cause of why they're feeling the way that they are. You know, it could be any condition that they or symptom that they come in presenting with. But I feel like a four-year-old every time I'm like, but why? Like you're always asking why, you know, Um, trying to get to the bottom of what is really causing that person's imbalances and why they're feeling that way so that you don't just have to cover it up with a Band-Aid so that you can really fix it from the the bottom up. And that creates long-lasting, sustainable health results. I think we're all familiar with the pill for another ill analogy and how sometimes that pill can give you a side effect and then you'll be given another pill for the side effect of that pill that you were taking. But really, naturopathic principles are really simple. Our bodies were made to heal on their own. We just sometimes need to give them the right environment, the right tools in order to do that. So I feel like what sets us apart is that we have a lot more tools in our toolbox that we can use. We have nutrition, we have lifestyle, we have uh, acupuncture, we have homeopathy, we have hormone replacement therapy, all natural supplements and IV therapy. Like there's so many things that we have that we can utilize. And that same story goes for like, if someone comes in with the same symptom, doesn't mean they're being treated the same way. Um, so really like kind of getting back to what I said earlier about just figuring out why people feel the way that they feel. I feel like it's important to stay curious about where these symptoms are coming from. Yeah, I love that. And you have, you give yourself the space as a practitioner to be mindful and to be curious, um, you know, like comparing, you know, different types of doctors. We said if you, if the average minute, it's only seven minutes, it doesn't allow for that person to be curious about it. So I love that you reiterated that piece too. Yeah, definitely. Customized. Yeah, nobody wants like a template. Right. Every individual, individualized treatment plan, even if they come in with the same symptoms, it may not be for the same reason. Yeah, that's pretty powerful. So when it comes to hormones, you call yourself the hormone queen. (laughs) What, like, tell us a little bit more about that. We know what brought you to that point of being interested in helping hormone healing and rebalancing. So um, what does that look like? Like what might someone come to you with? And then how does that treatment work? 
So when I say hormones are the key to everything, I mean it. Like, And it doesn't always have to be the reason why they're off, but they're off because of something. And that's usually what people will come in complaining of is they feel like their hormones are off, right? Their periods are not regular. Their mood is really low. Their libido has like decreased, plummeted. Um, their energy is really off. Their brain fog is really bad. Like those are all symptoms of a hormonal imbalance. And those are the main reasons why people will go to the doctor other than pain, right? Older individuals, I think pain is the number one reason why they would see a doctor, but the other ones are basically energy. And that going into that, like why are you having low energy? And a lot of times that is a hormonal imbalance. So that's why I've landed where I am is because I realize, I recognize that they are so important for everything and just how we can function optimally as human beings. I feel like concerns just get dismissed because we're women and that they, for some reason, can't be optimized. There's always a way to optimize them. And how does that work? I feel like if I went to like the OBGYN and said, I felt my period was irregular and things like that were going on, they would offer me birth control. And I think that's absolutely, sorry, ridiculous because they, this has actually happened to me too, where nobody has asked about family history or anything in my life. And my mom and my grandma both had breast cancer. And it's like, the last thing I want to do is mess with my hormones right now. Like, but you're, they didn't ask me, it's like, here's a bandaid and here's birth control. And I'm sorry, I'm getting it. I'm and getting amped up. I'm like, that's so irritating to me, but I will say the same thing happened to me when I was told that I had PCOS, that was their answer was to give me birth control. And that's also one of the reasons why I was really upset with their approach. Um, I think that they believe that that is going to balance your hormones, but what it really does is suppress them. So all those symptoms, those signals that your body is trying to tell you that something's a little bit off, birth control isn't the answer unless you're not, unless you're trying to prevent pregnancy, then maybe it is the answer. But for hormonal imbalances specifically, the reason why it works, quote unquote, works for those things is because it just suppresses them. So when you come off of it later in life and you decide you want to have kids or you just don't want to be on it anymore, oftentimes those symptoms will resurface and you'll have to deal with them at that time. So it's like, do you want to deal with it now or do you want to deal with it later? Yeah. And also get down to the root cause of why this is happening in the first place. Right. Like I think that as you mentioned, the birth control might be like a suppression temporarily, but then when they get off of it, they're going to have to deal with the issue and figure out that root cause anyways. So they might as well start there. Yeah. And not to mention putting those synthetic hormones in your body can lead to other things that are really not ideal, right? For some people, it can lead to breast cancer. For some people, it can lead to strokes. For some people, it can lead to the long symptom list that's on the card that no one ever tells you about when they prescribe birth control, right? <laughs> like depression, low libido, all of that stuff. So I don't really think that birth control is the answer for anything unless you are just solely trying to prevent pregnancy but it should come with a conversation of the potential side effects and risks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So for somebody who's like, 
hmm, I want to do this naturally. How do you even balance hormones naturally? What does that look like? So there's a lot of reasons why hormones can be unbalanced in the first place. And I think a lot of that has to do with our society, the way hustle culture has dominated the U.S. I fell into that trap myself and I completely burnt out and my hormones really suffered from that. I also think our environment has a lot to do with it, right? There's a lot of toxicities in our environments that can mimic those bad hormones and tell your body to create those hormone metabolites that are more harmful. Our food system is another big thing. Like we put things in our bodies every single day that contain chemicals and preservatives and things that can really mess up our hormones. So it's again, tough to say what the process looks like because it could be different for everybody, but for everybody, I always consider those things to be uh, why their hormones might be off in the first place. Yeah, and that makes sense. And, and generally it sounds like they, you know, big picture, they would meet with you, they'd have a long consultation with you. And then is blood work included for everyone or just some people or? How does that work? Like from the next steps of their journey, what would they envision or what would that look like? Yeah. So we require blood work for everybody because we really want to see what's going on with you individually. What are your hormones looking like? And for women, our hormones change throughout the month. We have a 28 day cycle. Men have a 24 hour cycle for their hormones. So we cannot be treated the same in that regard. And it's really important to understand what's going on sometimes throughout the whole month with your cycles, uh, with your hormones, if that's the consideration. So blood work I do on everybody to see what exactly is going on and how can I best support your body into getting back to what it needs to do. You know, we have tons of hormones. There aren't just one or two. Um, so maybe it's we think that one is off, but it might be another one. So I think that the testing is really an important key to that. So we're not just shooting arrows in the dark, trying to figure out what the best route is. This is bringing me back to episode seven. Um, we talked with Renee about maximizing your cycle for productivity. And she mentioned hustle culture and she mentioned men on the 24 hour cycle and women not being on that. And it's just another testament to like, leaning in and listening to what your body needs at the time. Like, what do you need rest right now? Do you, are you in an active stage? Like, how can you just tune in to then be able to live just fully present in the moment with what you need? I know. And I feel like we all kind of individually set it in our own ways too. But oftentimes when illness is present, we sort of know it's going on in our body intuitively our intuition and our body is trying to communicate with us and tell us these things. It's just, what is that next step? And I think that if anyone's listening, that does feel like, I feel like something's off in my body. I just really want like to take this moment as a pause to say like, please listen to yourself. Please trust your intuition. Please trust how you're feeling and then get to someone like Dr. Munson that can do blood work, that can hear all of your signs and symptoms of what's going on. Uh, because oftentimes I think, you know, 
the general healthcare society dismisses women's health issues and women's health issues are not very well researched. But at the same exact time, I also feel sadly women and moms dismiss their own issues. And I think that's another piece or element to kind of talk about is that if you're finding those signs and symptoms that something feels a little bit off, like please lean in and listen in and then pick the next steps that you need to for yourself and don't dismiss it thinking, oh, I'll just deal with this later. Oh, I can't invest in myself. Oh, I can't take care of myself right now because I have kids to care for or a husband to care for or bills or expensive or whatever it might be because like your body is the only one vehicle you get. So I feel like if any message is taken away to from this is really just to like tune in and listen to your body's intuition trying to communicate to you when something feels off and then going to a highly specialized doctor that is going to work with women specifically and their hormones specifically or else you might get thrown into that rat race where it's like oh man I finally listened to my intuition and then I landed myself in some doctor that spent seven minutes with me that told me here's some birth control or that told me like just come back in six months if it's not better and that's unfortunate because then that makes women distrust themselves it makes them not trust their own intuition when they brought themselves to the appointment but it's like they brought themselves to the wrong person that couldn't help them in the way they needed to be helped yeah and that I just like that... came out of me I had to share it no I like my job I think that's really powerful and I think that we are oftentimes are dismissed and our our body is smart. You know, our symptoms are trying to tell us that something's off and whichever route you decide to go, it's important to just be your own advocate. Like if you do end up landing yourself in a doctor's office that only spends seven minutes with you and wants to prescribe you birth control or an antidepressant, then maybe be your own advocate and say, that doesn't resonate with me. That doesn't feel right. Maybe I need to try a different route. And it's hard, especially for moms, new moms, women in general, because we are taking care of other people. We are so busy trying to raise a family and work, you know, that it, it's hard to put yourself in a position where you might have to do a little trial and error. But I think it's worth it in the end to find the right person to help you through your problems. Totally. I mean, I've heard a lot of friends have come to me and said, you know, like, I felt like something was wrong in that appointment and I should have spoke up and then, and I didn't, and then it progressed. I hear that a lot. Yeah, me too. Mm -hmm. And it's like, we know, we know intuitively what's going on. And if your body is like, speak up, say something, or no, this isn't right. Like, just do it. What, what do you have to lose? I know. I feel like this could be a whole other podcast on women finding their voice and speaking up for themselves. But I, I agree, though, like, you know, to both of your points, it's just really, really, really powerful when you can own your intuition and respect what your body feels, but then also advocate for yourself when people do push back. And, you know, even circling back to the, you know, the barriers and road, uh, you know, hurdles that you said you had to overcome in the very beginning of this podcast as we were chatting, it's like you kept pushing forward. You kept pushing forward in terms of advocating for yourself, believing in yourself, trusting your intuition that you 
that lady landed in that salon for a reason when you were 16 and so you kept moving forward so like as a as a message for women to just like own their voice and really believe in what their body and heart is telling them is is powerful in all spectrums of women's health yeah and if it feels uncomfortable then you're probably onto something right if it feel if you're like I don't know, I don't think I can do this, and it's solely coming from a place of ego and fear, then I feel like that's a sign that you push right past that block. Like, mm -hmm. if it's a, you know intuitively something's off, then sure, listen to that. But if it's a, I don't know if I can speak up, I don't know if I can do this, I'm afraid to do this, that is like a, a universal test right there of like, are you going to push through the glass ceiling and find like a new one? Are you going to keep leveling up or are you going to stay stuck? And this can come into everything like outside of health. And I mean, just coming to your purpose, all the stuff that we talk about on this podcast, a lot of it is pushing through fear in order to take care of yourself and to do what you love. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Growth and change isn't always going to be comfortable. In fact, almost always it's going to be somewhat uncomfortable. And I think that there is a reason for that. The universe is trying to show you that you have to push past some things to get to the next level. You have to get yourself there. And that's not always going to be like an easy peasy process. It hardly ever is. Yeah, yeah that's so true. And that kind of just like brings it back know that our journeys throughout life and our wellness in general is really this holistic approach to we talk with you you know about physical changes in the body and how you physically can help women with hormonal shifts in their body uh, but I know as naturopaths and being holistic in the way that you work with women it also is about their emotional health their spiritual right like am, am I correct when I'm saying that and if so how else do you mean more women where they're at in that holistic sphere when it comes to physical and everything else? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. I feel like as physicians, we target the physical aspects, right? We always want to see what we can do with the physiology, with the body. But as naturopathic doctors, we understand that it really is like a mind-body-spirit approach to healing. And there are things that we will have to work on prior to even getting to the physical aspect of things. Like, is your mind in, even in a place to where you feel like you can change, to where you feel like you can get better? Like, sometimes we have to get past the mental block that a lot of people are stuck in, especially if they're diagnosed with something and they attach themselves to that diagnosis makes it really hard to get past it. And so we'll have to do a lot of work on mental health and, you know, a lot of spirituality I think is really important in this as well. Like you have to, you have to figure out what motivates you and what's going to get you to the point where you can work on the physical body. Um, we do a lot of things that, um, we, we take a really well-rounded approach, I guess. So whatever, we feel that the patient needs first will start there. Sometimes we'll add in a couple physical things, like say someone's really nutrient deficient, like it's gonna be hard to get that mental clarity, those neurotransmitters pumping if you don't have these nutrients on board. So we'll start with some physical stuff to support 
the mental health stuff. And I oftentimes refer people to counseling or have specific books that I can uh, give people depending on what they um, are presenting with that can be helpful to really get that whole body approach, that well-rounded holistic approach to their health. And that was me. I mean, my I was very nutrient deficient in a couple of things, especially like vitamin D, which is linked to depression, right? And we we started right away on that, but then at the same time, I started seeing a therapist, and I had a team of people who helped me. And but I was also fully on board to like get back to feeling good mentally. I needed to get there, and I. I knew I could get there. So I pushed through, but I could see how if you, if your headspace was not quite there yet, it would be really challenging. You would let your diagnosis become who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that makes a lot of sense too, because if you don't feel like you're going to be able to heal and get better, like that's the first determinate sign that you're not going to heal and get better. I mean, working in the public health and women's health spectrum myself, like I would tell all of our clients that, like, do you believe that you're going to get better? Mm -hmm. Do you know, do you really believe that you're going to get better? And if they can't, like, embody that feeling that, like, no, I am on the path to recovery, I am on the path to feeling better, then they're not in that mindset space to to receive those tools that you can give them because you can give two people the same tools. But if one person's not ready to receive them and the other person is, the person who's ready to receive them is going to get better. And the person who's not ready to receive them won't. Exactly. Yeah. And I think knowing that or even just considering that if you're down, if you're really down and you really feel like, I don't know if I can get through this, just having that be said on this podcast or shared somewhere or you see it on an Instagram post later or something can be really a powerful little switch that sometimes people just need to hear the right words at the right time to help them get through. Yes, totally. This was such an awesome conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm so glad that I got to meet you through this this uh, conversation, this podcast and look forward to talking to you after as well. But yeah, if you are local to Arizona and looking for a naturopathic doctor, Dr. Munson comes highly recommended by myself. Yeah, and thank you, Lexi, for being so open and vulnerable to like share parts of your journey and why you reached out for support. Because too, I think that people listening will hear your journey and hear your story and be like, wow, I, I should do that too. And that's really encouraging too. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank, thank you, you guys so much Munson. for having me. It was great to chat with you guys. And thanks again, Lexi, uh, for being so open and Jessica for having me here. Thank you guys. Thank you for tuning in today. You can find more information about today's episode in the show notes at soul-starter.com forward slash podcast. We also love to connect with you on Instagram at soulstarterco, all one word. And please don't forget to leave a review and subscribe on your favorite podcast player. You can also watch the video recordings on our YouTube channel at soulstarterco. See you in the next episode.